every day in the morning before Dave and I would leave the house, we would tell each other, have a great day. We really meant it. We wanted each other to have a great day, but did we really expect that every day would be great? That we would always be happy? Probably not. That's not just, it's just not realistic. In this week's Torah portion, Chaye Sarah, it begins by saying, and the life of Sarah was 107 and 20 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. Part of it seems normal in the sense that this portion discusses the life of Sarah, and it makes sense that it would start out by saying how old she was at her death. But why then does it repeat, these were the years of the life of Sarah, when it started with that? Rashi, a medieval commentator, explains that this phrase wasn't a repetition at all, but it was stating that all of her years were equally good. It's a really great sentiment, but is it really possible? Let's do a recap, shall we? In just 12 chapters of Genesis, Sarah was held hostage by Pharaoh after her husband, Abram, pretended she was his sister. She was barren. She told her husband to find a new woman to have a baby with so that he would have heirs. She kicked out that new mother and son. She got pregnant at the young age of 90. She found out her husband was about to sacrifice her son. And those are just the highlights. How could she really be happy every day and have each of her 127 years of life be equally as good when she's endured all of that? The Zohar, a Kabbalistic Torah commentary, discusses the theme of happiness using three biblical references. The text says, Eve came to the world. She became wrapped up with a snake. Noah came to the world. What happened to him? He drank from the wine and was drunk. Sarah came to the world. She descended and she came back up. As it is said, and Abram came up from Egypt, he and his wife with him. For this, Sarah earned transcendental life, that life belonged to her. The first reference is to Eve. She believed that happiness could be found only by experiencing the garden from within, meaning that she's really only concerned about her inner happiness. The snake encourages this thought process. And once Eve's experiences become wrapped up with ego, then everything else followed making her focus only on her own happiness. The second example from the Zohar is of Noah, the man who had the chance to start over again, to abandon selfishness and look for a new way of being happy. So what did he do? He got drunk, forgot who he was, and was happy. Besides there being a problem with only being able to find happiness with the aid of a substance, his ego was not forgotten. While the entire world was wiped clean in the flood, Noah's ego was still there. His inherent focus on his own inner happiness was still present. And again, the world became confused about what happiness looks like. Then comes Sarah. She came face to face with the ego when Pharaoh took her as his own. She was in his territory under his captivity and he offered her the opportunity to have her own power in his land. Sarah, however, stood her ground and refused. She remained faithful to Abraham and to God, even though she was in Pharaoh's palace, offered wealth, power, and prosperity. 
she transcended that temptation, ruled over it, and ruled over Pharaoh as well. It makes sense then that this heroine was named Sarah, as the root Sar means ruler. She ruled over her own happiness. The Tzfat Emet, a mid-19th century rabbi, expressed that not only were the years of Sarah's life equally good, but that each and every one of them was good. Even though Sarah had many disappointments and struggles, she learned to make each year good in its own way. As such, the Sfat Emet teaches us that we must live our lives trying to emulate Sarah. We all go through our bad days and our good days, but in order to make each year a good one, we have to take the good with the bad and learn to persevere. Only then will we find true happiness. This is a pretty hard concept to think about and process in a time where happiness can seem fleeting. The world seeming to be tearing apart at the seams, people not being respectful of one another, the numbers of COVID rising all over the country, the increase and in higher visibility of anti-Semitism and racism, and on and on. However, we are reminded by Sarah's life to make each day or year the best it can be. We can't dwell in the disappointments and frustrations for all time. That's not to say that we can't at all dwell in them, but that we can't stay in that mindset forever. So pause, take a second, and think about one or two things that have happened this past year that have been positive and brought happiness. What about this month? Maybe this week, maybe today. Each night I write in a gratitude journal and pick three things that I am grateful for each day. It helps put everything into perspective and forces me to choose three things, no matter what kind of day I have. May we take this Shabbat to remind us that while the negatives may seem overwhelming, we are in charge of our own happiness and need to be looking for those bright spots. We have the opportunity to highlight the good and be like Sarah, having a great year, month, week, or day, as long as we take responsibility for it. Shabbat Shalom. Mm -hmm.